Hey guys, and thank you for joining the Super Recruiter Show. I'm your host, Daniel. And today, this is a conversation with Tiffany Nicole, who is in, she is an energy leader coach, uh, energy leadership coach. You really, really, if you're a woman or you know a woman who is, you know, in the workplace or just in life in general, who is trying to really make an impact, you really, they need to listen to this podcast Thanks for joining. Enjoy. What's up, world? What's up, world? Going live today. Going to be doing an interview with a pretty dope person. And I really want you guys to join me um, as I go live here with a, a, a friend of mine, somebody who really is doing a lot of things in the world of helping women to relieve stress in the, in the workplace. She's going to be on here in just a moment. Her name is Tiffany Nicole. And I really want you guys to just you know, I want to introduce her to the people um, that I'm connected to so she can tell you guys uh, everything that she has going on. She is an awesome person, an entrepreneur, just a wonderful, wonderful soul. And um, so she'll be joining here in just a moment. But how is everything going in your world? I realize that, you know, what I do for my life is in my life is I'm an interviewer. So I'm going to just I know and I know some pretty dope people. Around the world, I've had an opportunity to travel literally all over the world to many countries. And I know a lot of dope people. So what I'm going to do is I am every single week, I'm just going to um, add those people and have those people join me um, on Instagram live so that they can, they can, uh, they can, hey, I see Tiffany, I see you join. You got a request to join me. And then once you request to join me, we can jump on and just start. Uh, OK, we can just start doing um, your thing. Hold on. Let me go here. I want to let Tiffany join me here. All right. Go live. So I'm hoping I did this right, Tiff. And if I did it right, you'll come up in just a few seconds. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. I was just trying to set this up and, and really just I want people to know I'm trying to get the Facebook Live thing going through, but if I don't, and oh well, it is what it is. Okay. But I really was trying to tell people just a couple of things. And I know you know this about me, but um, I have been in the recruiting and staffing world for a long time, almost 25, 26 years. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm a professional interviewer, right? So yeah. What I'm going to do, what I want to start doing each week, starting with you, is just just letting you come on, interviewing you, talking talking about your life and what's going on. It really is it's some dope people. I realized this after you and I had a conversation uh, last week or the week before last. I know some pretty dope people. I know some people who are doing some awesome stuff. And um, I am glad that you um, have decided to jump on. Uh, I really want to, you know, jump right in. I want you to tell the world who you are, where they can find you, what's going on, what you're doing. And then I'm going to ask you a, some questions um, so that we can open it up a little bit more. But I want to introduce to my to my world. I want to introduce Tiffany Nicole, who is an entrepreneur, an amazing woman, um, woman of faith, a woman of many gifts. And she's giving back to the world in an amazing way, helping women uh, who are stressed in the workplace and other areas. And I'll let you go more into that. So tell us a little bit about you, Tiffany, what you're doing, what's going on in your life. I really appreciate you joining me. Go. 
Thank you. And then I appreciate you just having me on today. I love connecting in this capacity. So thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. So a little about me. I am an energy leadership coach, and I work with professional women on just really making an impact in their lives, however that may be, whether it be in the office, whether that be at home as a wife, right? Helping them release the stress, enjoy their lives more, and also manifest the things that they really desire to have instead of just settling for what they didn't have or don't want to have. So give me that title in the beginning. You're an, you an energy yeah, I'm an energy leadership coach. That is very <laughs> So go a bit more in the detail about that. Talk to me about this whole energy leadership coach, because that seems like it's pretty specific. Yeah. Well-defined, kind of <laughs> perspective on what that is. Right. So it's like there's a manager, and then there's a, a leader that understands or has an idea of their energy. They may not call it energy, but they know they don't feel good. They know something doesn't feel good and they know they want to change it. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I say energy leadership is I desire to bring forth the individuals that understand, A, I'm a leader, right? Which is a difference you know, than just a manager. So I'm a leader and I understand my energy and how I show up as a leader in my life. Okay. So energy leadership coach so you're focused on the energy of an individual is it something that you help them to identify or is it something that they already have identified or may not have um called it and kind of talk to me a, a bit more about that because i yeah. want listen there are some people who, who are listening to us now and i believe and i'm calling this out that <laughs> as you, i continue to interview many many more times down the road mm -hmm. um, there, there are people who will connect to and need what it is you're 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 offering in terms of your coaching and so forth. So are they do these people call it something that's not energy or help me understand that? Like yeah. I don't understand that hey, I'm a leader and I have this energy, I'm a manager, I have this energy. Mm -hmm. Help me help us understand. Yeah. So they're not calling it energy. What they're saying is I'm trying everything and nothing is effective with my team or my business. And they think that it's the outside influence that's causing them to not be effective when really it's the inside influence that's really the, the hurdle that they're facing. So when you say inside influence, is it their thinking? Is it their training? I mean, right? Because obviously what, what happens in our lives is a direct result of our individual thinking, our internal belief. I mean... Yeah. Why do you what what kinds of things are you discovering that have people that that make these women feel like they're stuck or they don't have the energy? And it sounds like it's entrepreneurs, managers, right? Absolutely, yeah. What kinds of things is going on that's causing them to make maybe feel like they're stuck? Yeah. So I really want to tackle the word stuck because that's really the the huge thing. I feel like stuck is an illusion. <laughs> Right. There's there's no real thing that's keeping you stuck other than the lack of making the decision to move forward. Right. So wait, 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 really, wait, wait, wait. you got to say that again. You say that again. Hold on. One more time. Yeah. There is nothing within you. Right. Around you, in you, on you, that's keeping you from moving forward other than the lack of making the decision to move forward. 
See, what women do is women feel like they got to have it all figured out. And they need this, the illusion of a permission from somebody. Right? Or who's going to keep the kids? And what's my husband going to think? And right, they come up with all these things and they wait for this imaginary perfect time. And as a result of it, they don't move forward. Six months turns into one year, one year turns into two, and then now there's this energy of, I tried that and it didn't work. So I'm just gonna do this, right? So they've created the illusion of being stuck when really it wasn't being stuck. It's just the, the, the lack of making the decision to move forward. And they, they, they kind of wanna have like it all figured out. They want the map. How's it gonna look? What's it gonna be like? Right. And they don't move forward. So that's why I try to get rid of the I feel stuck. No, you're not. You just have to be a decision. OK. And do you think that they're not making a decision is centered on things like fear or mm -hmm. um, you like you said, they 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 they're like, OK, well, I don't I don't have it all figured out. I don't have all of the answers. So they're kind of. They're in a place where they're not moving. What do you think are some of the key indicators that cause them to say, you know what, I haven't moved forward and then kind of give up on potentially their dream or some other mm -hmm. stuff uh, uh, down the line? What do you think are some of those key indicators? Absolutely. Some of it could be fear, especially the women who are highly ambitious, right? And, and that's, things didn't go the way that she had planned. And so sometimes people will, you know, women will allow that to kind of go to their heart. Right, where they just kind of stop and just take what they can get. Some are just afraid to just start because they don't know how it can happen. Right? I'm here, I'm in this level of pain, I'm already in debt, I'm a single mom, or right, whatever her story is, there's no way I can get over here. Right? So they tend to put themselves in this their own box. I call their own their own prison. They put themselves in their own prison. And then when the door is open for them, they, they're afraid to kind of come out of it. So it's a combination of fear. It's a combination of, I tried something before and it didn't work. It's right. a combination of age. I'm too old. I, it's too old for me to start over. I'm too old to start over. It's a combination of, um, I, I have my kids. I have these responsibilities. I don't really have time, right? So it's a combination. Time is a big one. I find with women, they struggle with time. <laughs> Right. Time is huge for them. So it's a combination. So let, let me, okay, so let me ask this question because obviously, you know, not obviously, but I'm a married guy. And, um, you know, I think that in many women, not just my wife, but other women, they, they are dealing with a lot. They're, they're, they're mothers, which, is, mm -hmm. which takes a toll on them. And for, if you are a man and you're watching this, you, and you, you have a, a wife or a, a, a baby mama or something, you you have no idea about the challenges that they go through to take care of those kids and try to take care of your house and try to work and be a good, you know, contributor to their team and, 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 and have that be a significant part of their life. You, we just don't understand, men just don't understand the stress. So help me understand, um, do you see that as one of the challenges that women are having? Like they're feeling like their cup is like, overflowing but they still have to go because they are trying to make things happen do you feel like that's one of the challenges speak to that absolutely that's a hundred percent of the queens that i work with 
That's 100% it. And that is what energy leadership is. They may not necessarily be entrepreneurs or, or even have a couple of them are housewives. It's learning how to step into that leadership, learning how to ask for help, learning how to delegate, learning how to make non-negotiables that would require if they work in corporate or if they, they work, period, I have eight to 10 hours to give and then I am done, right? Right? Husband, children, family, mom, dad, whoever their support system is, I need 45 minutes to 50 minutes three times a week to get my workout in or to go for a walk or whatever that is. Women sometimes feel stuck because they don't, they don't know how to ask for mm -hmm. what they need. And if they do ask, oftentimes they're not coming from a feminine, um, sound emotional place. It's usually when they've had enough and they've gone up, right? Oh my God, this is happening, right? Instead of saying, hey, um, husband, let's sit down and let's have a, let's talk. I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Da, 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 da. I need assistance. I need help. And then having the ability to, when you say, well, what do you need help with? I would love to have a cleaning rate. If you're not in a position to get a cleaning lady, I need all of y'all to help me clean this up, right? Mm -hmm. And doing it from a place where it's in love, but you're getting the assistance that you need. Women feel like I have to do it all. I got to maintain the house. I got to, you know, keep being sexy. I got to show up in business. I got to stay present for the children, wow. right? And they don't know how to ask for help to do all of that. Nobody can do all of that by themselves. Okay, I'm having a little bit of a challenge here because I feel like jumping up and down and leaping and doing back all that stuff. Because what you're saying, you can jump. <laughs> and, 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 and it's helping me. In fact, before you and I um, jumped on, I, I called my wife and said, babe, don't call me because I'm, I'm going on a, a live and doing an interview. So, you know, she said, well, babe, how long is it going to be? Because she's, at, she's at, her, at, her, at work. How long is it going to be? And I, well, it's going to be, you know, 30 minutes. I think it's going to be a little longer than 30 minutes. But... Um, so a couple things I want to share that I believe that's common with uh, that, that I want to ask you that I believe is common amongst a bunch of women who is going uh, who, who who may be going through this. So first, what do you think is the origin of this um, this place where women feel like what you just described? I have it all on my shoulder. I got to do all of this. I got to do this, and then there. Um, what what am I the, the the question I'm trying to ask is also their fear of maybe asking for the help. I mean, what do you mm -hmm. think is the origin of that? One, they're in the situation. Number two, they they become overwhelmed with it, and then when when they end up do asking, they're so frustrated because they have gone through so much and nobody's. You haven't you noticed I needed help? Well, no, I haven't because I've been doing my own thing. Like, what do you think is the origin of all of that? There's a few things. One is just stepping into that feminine communication, right? Many women don't know how to communicate what they need. And so we have taken on, we, because I did the same thing, which is why I am divorced and, <laughs> you know, I didn't know how to communicate what I needed. And so we step into this superwoman thing, right? Never mind, I'll do it. And, and if I want it done right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And, and then, no, uh -uh, because he didn't help before. Or she, and I got to ask too many times. And it, right? We step into that and it just becomes a habit. It's just a habit. 
right? And so you pick up those habits and you keep going until something manifests internally. Thyroid, high blood pressure, migraines, gaining weight and don't know you're working out and you're not eating a lot, right? It manifests and then it just kind of grows. Now you're not sleeping or you're having a hard time staying asleep. It's just not, it's just a habit of not asking for help or delegating. So, okay, now you just said a very interesting word that is definitely a leadership word, mm -hmm. and that is delegation. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-50s. I remember when, you know, men were doing most of the outside work and women were doing most of the inside work. Not that I'm that damn old, but I remember <laughs> my mom, my mom, who is an absolutely amazing woman, um, didn't start getting her secondary education kind of stuff, career stuff, until she was close to 40. Yeah. Um, so, but that's different in 2020. Now women are working as many, if not more hours than men are. They are doing, they're carrying as much weight in corporate America as men are. And men still think that mm -hmm. they need to do the full-time home stuff as well. And, and although, let me, let me also speak for some men. We want to help, mm -hmm. but if we don't know what you need help with, because you haven't communicated it, yes. that's a bit of a challenge for us. So yes. are, do you help women to understand how they should communicate and how mm -hmm. they should find their voice and be able to say the things that they need to say? So speak to that. Absolutely. So I do all of the all of the above. I help them find their their voice because they had it. They just lost it. Right. And if the voice they picked up is usually a voice that is not uh, going to be conducive for, for what they need. Right. It's usually yelling or frustration. So I help them a identify and find a voice. Right. Mm -hmm. Then come up with not just the plan, but a tangible way to have a conversation with their spouse, with the senior partners at work, because they feel like they have to show up as like a man, masculine, in order to have their voices heard, right? We come up with finding that voice, how to, how to use that voice, but staying authentic to you, right? We even do role play, because it is, it is that uncomfortable and triggering for women. So give you, give you an example of what I mean. I have a client who is a senior partner at her law firm. Right. And she comes from the background that you hustle hard and you, you, know, you sleep when you're dead. And uh, if you're sleeping, you ain't, you're not living and, and you ain't working. And you don't want it, right? And so she feels uncomfortable when it's around that time of the month for her to take a step back right? Because we have a lot of different emotions going on, headaches and other physical things. She takes energy tablets and pills and drinks so that she can hang and perform like a man. She believes that I have to do that to, to get ahead and or to keep up. Then she goes home and she is PTA or PT, you know, I don't have kids, PTA, PTO, leader, Girl Scout, Boy Scout person and won't ask husband, can you, can you cover this week or can you cover? 
right? She feels like she has to take a substance to have to help her keep going instead of saying, no, I'm not doing that. Or, hey, I need help. That's, that's so, so, that's so interesting. Yeah. So a, a couple of things come to mind here in the, in the corporate world, right? It's, it sounds yeah. like say, this particular client, and I'm sure that many people who are listening to this will understand, she feels like, one, she has to keep up with yeah. her counterparts, her, her colleagues. Yeah. Um, so, but in that struggle or in that, in her using her energy to try to keep up, mm -hmm. losing her authentic self, yeah. right? So that time yeah. of the month, there are some changes that happen within the, in the woman. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to not, you know, I don't know, be as energetic as you normally would. Absolutely. Have things that are going on. And it's so, because imagine a guy had the same situation that was going on. He would not be under the same pressures to try to compete with or keep up with a woman. So how do you help them to understand, listen, ma'am, you can still, and that's exactly how I say it too. You can still be you and still be the bomb and still be dynamic. 24 hours a day, seven days a week by still being, how do you help them to understand that? We do a lot of, that's where the energy comes from. We dig up where that comes from, right? We go really deep where she got that from and where she got it from was watching her mother, right? Who was a single mother of five. She and her mom had three boys and two girls. Her mother was the mom that did it all. She was hard, right? She worked hard. Her mom was a nurse. So she'd cook in the day. She'd sleep a little bit. And then she, right? And so she try, she's trying to fit herself in her mama's mode. And she's not her mama. She's her own queen. She's her own voice. She's her own self. So a, many, so a lot of it is, what is your energy? What's your stuff? What is authentic to you? And what's your mama's? Because you may need to give a lot of that back to her and step into you. Maybe you're not divinely designed to work 13, 14, 15 hours like your mama was. Hmm. But you're trying to do what your mama did. Wow. You got to give it back. And so we start there. We identify where you got it from. Then once we're clear about where you picked it up from, then we give it back. Right. We love our mamas and daddies, but a lot of their stuff and their teachings, we have to give back. It is old, outdated and tired. So we have to give it back. Once we then give it back, then we need to get clear. And this is where harder work comes in at. Now, what's authentic to you? Ninety percent of the time we realize and uncover, I don't even really want to be a lawyer. Or I don't really want to be a stay at home mom. I don't want to have kid talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they, they discovered that, okay, so they discovered that they are living the life that somebody else wants them to live and not the one that's authentic to their own thinking, their own makeup, the whole nine yards. That, would you say that's accurate? That's it, the makeup. They're not being conducive to their own energetic makeup. They're copying being the kind of wife that the big mama said that, that, you know, you need to be this kind of wife. 
you got to be this kind of mom. So that's it. It's that makeup. That what's your own makeup, right? Yeah, yeah. Many years ago, um, I was uh, in family uh, marital therapy at, at the end of my first marriage, and um, and I've said this on many of my social media platforms. One of the greatest lessons I learned, a uh, dad lessons I learned, is from a seventy-six-year-old family therapist guy. My son, uh, who at the time was, I guess he was 12 or 13, he was, uh, we were sitting around the conference table waiting for Fred to come in, and he was slumped down in the chair. And uh, I told him as Fred was walking in to sit up straight. And uh, so Fred noticed that, and what Fred did is he slumped down in the chair. And uh, he did the whole meeting, uh, slumped down in the chair. And then when he did his one-on-one -on -one with me, he said, Dan, um, you notice what happened when I came in the room? I said, yeah. He says, why does it? Why did it bother you that, you know, your son was slumped down in the chair? I said, well, I kind of, I kind of think it was a little disrespectful to you for him not to be sitting up like that. He says, no, it wasn't. It didn't bother me at all. He was just being himself. And he said, the problem that you have, and this speaks to what you were speaking about. He said, the problem that you have is you are not allowing him to make decisions and mistakes on his own. And he says, if you do that, if you do that too long, when it's time for him to get out of your house and be 18, they won't be able to know how, they won't know how to make decisions. I said that to say this. I was trying, I was setting my son up for failure by not allowing him to be himself at an early age and make those mistakes under my roof so that he could be his own man when he became 18. Thank God I, I, I was able to, to, through Fred, catch it, but I was, I was holding him back. And so a lot of these women, it sounds like that you, what you're talking about have been held back because their mamas, their big mamas, their grandmamas did it a certain way and may not have allowed them to be who, who they are, who they are authentically. And now they're kind of stuck and trying to figure their way out of this whole web of big mama, auntie. Mm -hmm. Would you say that that's accurate? Absolutely. And they create a life around it, right? It, their eight-year-old selves have now become 48-year-old selves. And they're operating in every part of their life. And the, they marry the type of men that they the, the, their big mamas and their mamas say, this is what you should, or even society. Right. Um, they get those types of jobs that, you know, one of my clients became a nurse because her father was a nurse. And she it, it grosses her out. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, queen, well... <laughs> Wait, let's hold up. So yeah, it's it's all of it. They they haven't really found their own their own voice yet, and they're trying to make things happen using a voice that isn't theirs. And let's be honest: whenever you're operating in an energy or under an energy or however you want to call that, that is not you. It will fall and go to smash. With it, just will. You can't keep it up because it's not you. Okay, so let's talk about a solution here. How do you help women? And if you can, I don't know if you have it uh, organized in steps or whatever, um, but that's typically how my brain works. You know, I'm a systematic thinker. How do I go from point A to point B and get a desired outcome? So right. what steps do you advise women to take who are in this place where they are not authentically themselves, they're mm -hmm. trying to keep up with their colleagues, they're mm -hmm. overworked, stressed out, their family, uh, they have an idea about what their family 
should be, but it's not because they got all these other things that are piling up. Their kids may be losing out or not, or, or maybe it may be the opposite, right? They are taking care of their family too much and their career is losing out. So a lot of things. Absolutely. So how, what, what do you advise women? How do you tell them, show them how to get from where they are right now to where they ultimately, once they share with you, where they need to be to become 100% who they are, authentic and, 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 and making things happen in their life, where they're happy, where they're happy. Yeah. Absolutely. So the first step I would say, um, not I would say, but that we do is, okay, what do you really want, right? Not the fluff stuff. Well, I just want to be happy. No. What do you really want? Do you want a relationship, marriage, connection, where y'all are connected, y'all are communicating, you feel close? Do you desire to have, to, to get it you know, to, to the next level in your, in your career? You love your company? Do you want to get to director's level? What do you want? Do you want to lose 25 pounds? What do you want? Don't very clear and concise. Don't try to will. I don't know. What do you want? Okay. So then that's that. And then the second step is to bring them into awareness. Where, where do you, where are you now? Right? Where are you now? How do you feel? Don't give me the, oh, I'm okay. Oh, I'm sure. No, I have a headache every day. I feel upset without even uh, I'm irritated with the kids. My husband gets on my nerves all day, every day, and he hasn't even said a word. How do you feel, right? And then what's triggering you? Usually it's kind of nothing when you, when you think about it, right? It's usually nothing. So once we determine, husband just came in the room. You've had him already. <laughs> so he didn't even say anything, right? What's the deal, right? And so let's, let's take that example. I just don't feel like I'm getting any help. Ah, so what you really want is help. So we uh, bring them to awareness. What is it that you want? Now we're going to break down what help means to you. Okay. A day off, a date night, right? Get whatever that we get so clear, right? Then from there, then we tap into the voice. How do you now communicate what you want without... Um, Falling into society, uh, you know, things like you, this is the kind of woman you should be, or you should be that kind of, you know, what you, you should want to be this kind of wife and mother. You should want to be at home all day with your kids howling and screaming all day. No, nobody wants to do that. I love my babies and I want to do that. Right, right. <laughs> right. So find that voice. If your thing is, how do I get with my employer? Because I've been looked over for promotion. Right. You come to that meeting with your 90 day plan already written out and you tell him or her, OK, here is my growth plan for the next 90 days. You take control. Right. From a feminine perspective. Right. So we find that inner feminine voice that is sharp, that is loving. Right. And then from there, now you have steps of what you're going to do next. It may be finding a brand new job. Wow. Women stay too long in stuff that they don't belong in anyway. So it may be finding a new job. It, it may be uh, moving, getting, getting more space. I have one lady who's afraid, one client who's afraid to ask, tell her husband, we've outgrown this space. So either throw some stuff out, find a new home. 
right? So just communicating what you need and then make the steps to, you know, get in that, get in that momentum to make the change. So that's kind of the, the steps we go through. So I like it. I really, I really, wow. Um, you, you are doing some amazing stuff with Thanks. these women. Helping, you know, we, helping them to find who they really are so that they can be who they really are. And, and it all leads to really them being happy. There's so much stress going on in the, in the, in the world, not only with coronavirus and all of these other things, but career stresses, yeah. uh, mommy stresses, wifey stresses, mm -hmm. single than I have all of the, everything on me stress kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, how do you find somebody that is compatible? It's all kinds of stuff that's going on. And I can see uh, being a 60s baby, I can see how um, there has been a carryover from that 60s, 70s, 80s into now women being able to lead corporations, become the president of the United States. That kind of, it's all starting to happen, but it takes, it takes, it takes people like you helping them to, to see, one, you can do it. Number two, that stuff that you're complaining about, really, it, it, it's not as big as you think it is. You can overcome it. And these are the steps that in steps that you need to take in order to make that happen. So I, I appreciate you doing that. We we gotta definitely have a lot more conversations about this. So a couple of um one tip you can give to a woman to help her focus on self. Mm -hmm. Go. One tip I would say is make the decision to change life, whatever it is, finances, relationship, career. Make the decision. Okay. Um, one tip that you can help a woman who is trying to focus on her career. Have in place your boundary. Like I, There's two because they're, they're the state act, the cousins. Yeah. Boundaries and set non-negotiables. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So <laughs> Okay, well, wait. Okay, I, I was going to go to the next thing. I will in just a second, but help me understand. So you're telling them to set boundaries and then say, okay, it's 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 either all or nothing or this or that. No events and buts about it. We're not going outside of that because people people have, many women have kind of settled. I heard somebody say the other day, the reason why you don't have the job that you want is because you said yes to the jobs you don't want. Yep. Okay, so talk about that non-negotiable thing. How do you how do you help them to navigate that? Non-negotiables just mean I am here now, and I and I acknowledge and I'm aware that this isn't the desired location, and I am aware and I've made a decision that over there is my desired location, whatever that location means to you. And so when things come up, if it does or looks like anything that is getting you off track of that location, i.e. Uh, drama, um, uh, fear. Oh, I don't know if I can do that because I'm not perfect, right? And when any of that comes up, you have to stay so tenacious with, I don't care if I feel like I'm ready or not, I am still going to take a step to get to that location, no matter what. Wow. No matter what, you gotta have that kind of burning, fighting desire. 
And when I say fight, I don't mean fight loud and wild. I mean, no. I mean, rooted in prayer, rooted in whatever that is in you. No matter what, I am going to keep going. This if is, I fall down, I'm getting up. This is where I want to be. This is where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And here is not an option. Anything that yeah. like that, you, you can keep it. That kind of. That's it. Sorry, not not sorry for real, but I, I gotta go. <laughs> How do you help them to 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 get a focus on their family? Mm. Here's what I say about the family: it's the same way. It's setting and having non-negotiable. If you only have 10 hours give whatever that cutoff time is for with work no matter what's not done just won't get done that day right because no matter what you have to spend and put that time in watering your family just like you do the business or your company or your job so from seven to whatever that's family time or if it's one day a week that's family time self needs to go right like you do with your company set do the same thing with your family and then get creative right i tell what women we're women we're, we're feminine have fun go to the park hang out together right get you don't have to do anything major just whatever it is have fun laugh you know pick at each other you know that kind of thing but just set the time aside so a lot of women have they're challenged by that, right? Because mm -hmm. obviously when they get home, if they want to continue to compete in the workplace, there is some work that they may have brought home with them. They have to try to get done. Mm -hmm. um, so you're saying they have to, again, set boundaries mm -hmm. with respect to work and self and family mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. order to. that you are, you coach them too. Okay. Absolutely. I would like to add one more thing though real quick then. You, a woman may have, may want to set aside one late night, but let it, that's, if that's your schedule and that's your boundary, let that one late night be that one late night. Not right? five or 10 late, late nights a week. Absolutely. You, nobody can physically keep that kind of schedule going anyway, seven days a week. No. If it's one day, if it's two days, set that boundary and let that be your late nights. I love it. Okay, so mm -hmm. let everybody know where they can find you um, on social media, your website, email, phone, whatever, however they can find you. Let them know how they can find you because I really want I want people to start connecting with you because what you have, what a lot of people need for sure. I'm a solutions based thinker like you are. Yeah. And I can speak into the lives of guys and listen, I speak in the lives of women too, but I don't understand women not nearly <laughs> as much as you understand them, obviously because of the dynamic, but I, yeah. you know, but I, but I, but I, I can speak to guys. So I appreciate the fact that you narrowed your focus. You understand it. It's something that you love doing. Tell them, where can they find you? How can they connect with you? And you and I are going to do this again soon, for sure. I'm going to get you on the calendar again so we can do this again. But where can, they, can they connect with you on all of your social media platforms, websites, a whole nine yards? Tell them. 
Absolutely. You can contact me on Facebook at I am Tiffany Nicole. That's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. I am Tiffany Nicole. You can catch me on IG, Tiffany dot, oh, excuse me, coach dot Tiffany dot Nicole. You can also catch me on my website, www.iamtiffanynicole. Email me at hello at iamtiffanynicole.com. Okay, so now here's the next thing. I just want to ask you this question because there are some people, some women, mm -hmm. uh, who may say, I need help. But reaching out to Tiffany may, to them, feel like, well, they're, they're being weak or vulnerable or whatever. How do you, if, if a woman needs help, how do you help them push past that point so they can reach out and actually, what should they do? Here's what I'd say. If, if you have, if you feel like if I'm reaching out, that means um, that's some form of a weakness. I would like for you to reframe and to think that when you're reaching out for help and that that is actually a superpower. You're now made, you've made a decision to not be where you're currently at. And that's how you're going to get to where you want to be. Right. You no longer have to figure it out alone. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. Another thing I would say, you know, if they feel like, hey, I don't really like to feel vulnerable. I don't know. She's really going to understand or whatever. Listen, vulnerability is another superpower. That is how you heal yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you really want the healing for yourself, for your family, to really elevate your life, I invite you to lean into the discomfort. Because it's a, it's a great emotion to have because that's an indicator that something is not, is not working. So right. lean into that. All of those things that kind of keep you, um, I don't want to reach out and, and I don't understand if she's going to understand. All of that is an illusion. So you're okay with them sending you a DM or sending mm -hmm. you an email or just getting the conversation started to at least, yeah. because, you know, somebody said, I don't remember who it was, pain is an indication that something is wrong and that could, wrong could be I'm hurting or it's time for me to grow, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Too, I'm too stressed. I got too much on me or, um, man, I got something going on that really needs help. So pain is an indication that something is wrong and I need to get help. Mm -hmm. So starting the conversation by a DM, and I, I, I get all kinds of DMs on all of my social media platforms where people ask me, just ask me questions, right? Mm -hmm. So starting the conversation by having, by asking a simple question to you, sending you a DM, commenting on a post, sending you an email, you, you, you encourage that because that, I mean, that can't do any, that can't hurt anything, right? It could be Absolutely. the first step to them being completely healed and empowered and changing their entire lives. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I actually welcome it. I welcome the conversation. I welcome, right? My, my only, my primary goal or intention is to help as many women that can hear me. Anybody who can hear me and resonate with what I say, teach, speak, whatever, I invite you to reach out and get this love. Get this love. I really appreciate it. And, and uh, I will make sure that I am driving as many people your way as possible. In fact, I'm, 
you know, start creating some content that's centered around as well. And I appreciate you taking time to chat with me. I know that your schedule is like super tight and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you open it up because people in the world need to need the help that you have to offer. And I want them to feel comfortable just reaching out and at least, you know, sending a message, asking, asking a question and beginning their journey towards being fully empowered and not, yeah, and being able to focus on self and their career and their family in the right way and, 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 and getting to the center of who they are at, at their core as women, I really want them to get connected to you. So I appreciate it. I can't wait till we do this again. I know that you and I will talk about text or something after this, but I really, I really, guys, really connect with her. Please connect with her. If you feel like you're stressed, you feel like you are overwhelmed at home, in your relationship, in your career, reach out to her. Just start the conversation because you never know what 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 can come of it. You could literally, your entire life, world can totally be changed by connecting. Last thing, we are all called, I believe this, to an individual or a group of individuals. And once we find that purpose, that calling, it's game over. So you are a reservoir. Um, I believe that that really will help a lot of people. And I want you to keep me posted on everything that's going on. I can't wait to do it again. Thank you so much, Tiff. I really appreciate it. And uh, let you get the last word and then we'll sign off. All right. You want me to have the last word? Yes. Okay. You are loved. You deserve the absolute best for you, for your life, and for your family. And you deserve to live that abundantly. You deserve to be the greatest and grandest version of yourself. And there is nothing selfish about that. It's actually selfless. And it is how I believe our creator has intended for us all to live. So do that. Be that and live that. One more time, all your social media outlets and your website, and then we'll, we'll sign off. www.iamtiffanynicole.com, coach.tiffany.nicole, and I am Tiffany Nicole for Facebook. So you love y'all. You're on Instagram, you're all over the place, right? I'm all over the place. LinkedIn, I'm everywhere. If you are just joining and you didn't catch it and you want to figure out how to get in contact with her, send me a DM. I will send you straight to her. Okay? Please reach out to her if you feel like you're stressed and overwhelmed. Thanks, sis. I appreciate it. Much love. love much love. Much love. Ashton, I love you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay? All right, baby. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope that was helpful to you. Please like, share, and even send me a comment. Uh, I really appreciate you uh, sharing sharing uh, your time with me. I know that this was impactful and impacted your life. If you know somebody who could really, really uh, use this content, this information, please share it with them until next time. Thank you. Have a great day.